I'm in the middle of waiting for Far Cry 6 to download right now. So, oh, nice. Yeah. What percent are you at? It still says I have about five hours. <laughs> five hours? Yep. My Wi Fi connection is garbage. It's, it won't take that long, but that's the ballpark it's giving me right now. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, I put that on my queue for, um, on Gamefly, but ended up not getting it. I mean, like they had that sale going on where everything was like 50 or 40% off. And I was oh, like, okay. I should at least buy one new game for myself to play. And I picked this one over Back for Blood. Ah. Uh, you gotta have like four people to play with with Back for Blood. Who has that? Who knows four people? Yeah, fuck that. Um, I, um, I bought... Do you know Hollow Knight? Have you ever heard of that game? No. Oh, okay. Well, I bought it like uh, four years ago. And then, I, I don't know, I just couldn't... I didn't care about it. And it, I just didn't grip me. But I tried it again like a couple weeks ago. Um, probably like a month ago now. So I just played that like a shitload. Is that a Switch game? It's um, it's on everything. But yeah, it's on. that's where I got it was on Switch. I would recommend it. It's a Metroidvania, if you are familiar with that term. Nope. Like Castlevania, it's a, it's, but with Metroid? Yeah, it's like Castlevania and Metroid. Like a side-scroller, then. It's a side-scroller, but it's like uh, you're in like one large area, and you have to like unlock shit to progress. So you like unlock new moves, access new areas. But it's like you're kind of in a hub world, and you can sort of go in whatever direction you want why is so long the, as you have the upgrade why is the term for that metroid mania metroid because those games were the first ones to do it where like you need to upgrade your character to, in order to continue to explore the 2d space that you're in like mario is just like you go from point a to point b but this one is like you you're kind of in like one world more or less and then you just like explore around there and it's really big and expansive and good but hollow knight is great man i because i i played metroid um dread the new one and i'm because like i guess i didn't get metroidvanias before but i played that and it was like short enough where i could like get into it and like and then i kind of like figured out what it is you just have to use the map a lot is the is the trick to these games but then i i went back to hollow knight because i'm like well maybe maybe i'll like this more now and then i did and i played hollow knight like way longer than i played the metroid dread very good game the original game boy metroid game is the only metroid i've ever played really yeah i don't play nintendo shit ever oh i played metroid prime on the gamecube i never had a gamecube oh i stopped after 64 until i got that switch plus two years ago or whatever ah and you missed out on the on the wii on the wii u yep I missed out on the Wii U though completely. Like everything in that time frame, I totally missed out on because I was living in Thailand and I didn't have any video game things and I didn't keep up with it at all. It was just like a just nothing in those years. Oh man, I know. Then I got to China and like bought a PS4 and eventually a Switch. Nice. Very nice. My. Standard copy of Far Cry 6 comes with the PS5 version included, so I'm ready to go if I ever manage to get one of those. 
I know. Yeah, it's impossible. I'd like to get one, but it's just, you know, I can only, I only have so much patience and now I don't want to spend $600. So they kind of missed the mark. I mean, they didn't really miss the mark. You'll eventually come back to it it. whenever you get desperate enough. True. Once they stop putting shit on PlayStation 4. Yeah. And I really want to play something. In a year or two when they stop making shit for this. Yeah. Then I'll get back into it. I hope there's like a slim version that comes out of the PS5. You know? So big. Just so big. Big and beautiful though. Only a slim version. BBC. Thick with two C's. Yeah. The only systems I play. Multiple C's thickness. Yeah, right. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't either. <laughs> I, I don't know. Are we appealing to the youth yet? They like they like saying thick. They do like saying thick with two C's. Sometimes three. You know who else probably says thick? Who would that be? Insane Transition. Clown, insane clown posse. Fucking nailed Fuck. it. <laughs> yeah. Except for my volume on that soundboard. So, I saw an Instagram post saying that you can watch the, uh, what's that new Star Wars, the the Boba Fett show on Twitch with Shaggy Judope. So, I know you're, I know you're oh, really? going to be jazzed about that. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, the Mandalorian. That's what it is. I think it's just called Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett's oh, books really? or something. Oh, it's a diary of Boba Fett or something. Okay. It's a Boba Fett I didn't show. know about yeah, that it's one. It's a brand then. new one. It just came Boba out yesterday, Fett's I think. Books. Or today. <laughs> I hope it's called Boba Fett's Books. That'd be awesome. <laughs> He's just reading stories. Reading he Rainbow. reads stories to children. Yeah, it's reading Rainbow yeah, style. Awesome. Right. I hope they have the Lavar Burden play him. That's the big reveal at the end. When he finally yeah, he takes, takes off, off his mask. mask. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's got those cool, like, yeah. Star Trek Lavar Burton glasses. I hope. Oh, and I finally found the Quantum Leap thing. So we just read episode one, right? Or issue one? Is that what you read? Uh, yeah, I read issue one. And then, like, because I read the Christmas one, which is number three. So I was going to try to read one and two, but, like, I th- I think one was good. Okay. Those things are long, man. Those are, they're dense. But anyway, you want to get this train on the tracks? Yeah, all aboard. Welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. It's Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we are talking about God of War, Fallen God, Insane Clown Posse, The Pendulum. Volumes 1 uh, we have 4. A sp- right. Um, yeah, 1 through 4, not the whole thing. We are talking about Quantum Leap by request from uh, one of the Chris's. Chris Bonin, shout out. Yeah, shout out. And um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Disney... Is it Disney XD? I, want, I don't know. I don't. Disney uh, something, Plus? The Disney I, Channel. Disney Plus one? It's like uh, Disney something. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Black Vortex storyline, which were so 20 immediately. minutes long. And yeah. Two so, minutes long. So I only watched the last one. So originally when we tossed up that show, 
I, I checked it out thinking like, oh yeah, we'll just watch episode one. I went ahead and got it out of the way first thing. It was a two minute episode, like I told you. So I went on and watched like the entire like first like three or four episodes. All of them were all two minute long. And then I started this piece of shit. And it's a 22 minute long episode of peace. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. But I was super yeah. bored today. So I did watch all four episodes no of this shit. I oh, regret man. it wholeheartedly. Yeah, I really didn't like that one. It was just like there's a lot of way better iterations of Guardians of the Galaxy. And these are like the most like discount voice actors. And oh, the voice acting was great. Still I like the voice acting. Really? Yeah. I didn't like the voice acting. But let, let's get back to that later. Why don't we start with Quantum Leap? Well, uh, well, let's Quantum Leap into that. Wait, since it was you already transitioned request. into ICP already. But all right, yeah, let's oh, let's get on that Quantum Leap. I mean, Al. I don't know. We're we're now we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know if it matters. All right, Al. We'll transition there uh, eventually. Ziggy. All right, Quantum Leap. So, I'm. I'm old enough to remember this TV show a little bit. It was on oh, like good. in syndication, I think, like whenever I would get home from school in the afternoons. Have you ever seen it at all? No. Okay. No, I only saw that episode of It's Always Sunny, which was like a comment that one of the characters made to him in issue one was like, oh, you don't know what it's like to be black. But actually, Sam does know what he's like, what it's like to be black because he Right after this issue, he immediately jumps into a black guy's body. I don't know if he is learning. He's going to learn now because I didn't finish issue two because it was too fucking long. But, you know, they, he's getting his chance. And he was old black man in the It's Always Sunny, too. So he jumped into old black man. We saw, we all saw that. Yeah, he leaps into everyone throughout history. Yeah, he does. But like, OK, so you've seen the show. so. I guess I'll ask the same question they did on It's Always Sunny is who who's this Ziggy? What's the deal with Ziggy? Ziggy's just some like I don't think it's a person. I think it's like a program that just calculates what it is that he's supposed to be figuring out and like solving by the end of the <laughs> twenty minute episode to like jump into the next week's episode. Oh. Like that's why in this is like, oh Ziggy's calculating there's a seventy eight percent chance you're gonna die if you stay here during this riot. He's like, uh, I like those odds. We gotta save MLK. Yeah. Al. Ziggy says Al's it's like, only 4% MLK. That's how what you're supposed to do. Let him die. Al is like, don't even think about saving MLK, <laughs> Sam. Al's an asshole. <laughs> I swear to God, if you save MLK. <laughs> I thought how I thought it was funny how how against it he was. I mean, <laughs> whatever, like changing history and shit, but like still it's just funny. Al's clearly a racist. <laughs> You got to murder. You got to make sure he dies to keep in the, the timeline safe. Fuck your butterfly effect, Al. I'm doing they the right thing. They don't give a shit about the timeline. I feel like they don't give a shit about the timeline, really. They're just like, yeah, change it. That's uh, fine. I don't know. Fuck it. I mean, he's clearly, well, yeah, because he's quantum leaping and changing yeah. like, the person he's in's past. So, yeah, 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 I don't care. He's reaching these children because Karen fucking what was her name karen connors couldn't do it she didn't have the patience yeah. she just became a drunk whore it seems and since she couldn't get the job done he has to take her place and like reach the youth and, and teach them the ways of the fucking world well she did she did a good job she, she like yeah. so sam is just like wearing a dress the whole time how often did he just wear a dress for 22 minutes in the 
I don't, dude. I was like a kid when this was. I was a kid when I saw this. I don't remember a single thing. Well, you would have thought a dude in a dress is hilarious as a kid, right? That would be memorable. Probably. So it must not have been that often. Because he's very muscular. Scott Bag, yeah, Scott Bagula can pull it off. Oh yeah, he can. So I like that. Um, There was a Kent State reference. That's my first note. Fuck yeah, right in there. Yeah, hell yeah. Shout out Al. Talk about the Kent State massacre. Fuck yeah, whoop whoop. Woo. May the fourth be with you. That's where that originated from. Yeah. There's a warning to hippies all across the world. You put your flower yeah, in my gun, I'm gonna shoot you. May the fourth be with you. Right. Or something like that. I don't know. Don't you dare try to save MLK, you hippies. That's what it was. <laughs> Ziggy didn't like those odds. Yeah shoot him all right what else do we got in um, this? um so the n-word in class oh yeah yeah we got some n-words i don't remember them ever saying the n-word on the tv show i think that would have probably stuck out to me would have been repeating it throughout your entire childhood oh absolutely not <laughs> uh no way i got my all-time new favorite uh cat call name which is sweet meat for for a white chick so i'll be <laughs> yeah, definitely using that in the future Gotta use that in some rape alleys. Yeah. Where you going, sweet meat? <laughs> hey, sweet meat, what you doing, ma? Yeah. An obvious episode title backup right there, sweet meat. If you can't think of something better. Ooh, yeah. I like that idea. They they mentioned uh Frank Carpa. Who the fuck is Frank Carpa? I don't know. You know, like a sixties okay, or an eighties reference, maybe. I don't know. I, I couldn't follow what anyone is talking about. It's like, I mean, I guess if you want to, like, why do why are you gonna like quantum leap and go through all this nonsense just to like make some people pass some stupid test that doesn't matter? It does matter. The one guy joins the to... NAACP as like an attorney. The other girl becomes a social worker. I forget what he says. He says one of the other kids in that class like does something for the ghetto. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. He like helps. I think that's what the attorney does. He like he he helps ghetto families. Yeah, that's what he said. Al Al is just like he helps N word families. There was <laughs> fucking Al. Like Al's first appearance, he says something, and I I didn't note what the comment was that he made. It was something about the apple on the desk, and uh oh, and yeah. Zach Bacula is like, come on, Al, why do you have to make everything so sexualized? And he's like. It's my Italian heritage coming through. Like, I don't think that's uh, a stereotype I've ever heard, but. No, they just eat pasta. Normally, normally it's always like, oh, yeah, yeah. My grandfather back in the old countries in the mafia. and We had to move here. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I've never heard that it makes them so sexualized over apples. Right. Yeah. No one gives a shit about the Sopranos. Yeah. All right. It, it's, I had a couple of notes from the christmas episode that we ended up not talking about last week but um or giraffesmas episode giraffesmas, yeah dude yeah yeah he like quantum leaps inside of like santa claus in like issue three of this comic which seems like a really big like jumping the shark moment to me it's like well you're only like three issues in you're already like jumping into mythical figures what do you mean mythical figures yeah i guess santa's real yeah that's right that's the lie is that he's not real i forgot Sorry about that, Chacha or Hazel. 
So, I mean, that was fun. He goes to like, and he has to like figure out that he's Santa. He's like, who, who is this guy that I'm in? And Ziggy's like, I don't know. And then he figures it out by the end and he delivers some presents or something. I don't know. I read this a couple weeks ago. So now I forget what exactly happened. Oh, but it's like, still, it's like so long. Like each issue is like, man, these are, these are really dense. And it's just like him arguing back and forth with Al talking about Ziggy. I don't know if these are like a specific comic book only storylines or if they're actually straight from the TV show. I wonder, I didn't even think to look. Cause it is kind of, the art style is really weirdly like they're, they're really going for realism yeah. with it, but it just looks weird. It looks like they're like clay, like figure or um not clay wax house of wax figures of the actors. I mean, Simply for the phrase sweet meat alone, I'm giving this thing a five out of five. I don't know. I can't give it five out of in good conscience, but I would give it, I mean, I, I give it like a three, I guess they shorten it up. It's got to be shorter. All right. You want to hear another review about this? Yes. Read some fucking reviews. You cuck. We have a drop for people sending in requests. No, we need to come up with one of those on the, one out of every 78 episodes that it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should. This is a special thing that should be celebrated. Right. Fan interaction. That could be the the drop. All right, this is a this is three stars. Quantum Leap comics are actually quite good, and this one is well done. Without going into detail about the story, this is a good tale that keeps the characters in character and is quite well drawn. The cover is especially well done. If you like the series, the comics are a great extension, and this one is a particularly good one. And this is for like issue six, because that was the only one I could find, so I guess we should have read issue six. Oh, I, I guess that issue really one good. knocked it out of the park. Sweet Meat. Yeah, Sweet Meat is right. Scott Bakula Sweet in Meat can say massacre in the N-word, I mean. Yeah. What more do you want out of a comic book? Not much more. Exactly. Winning combination. Yeah, that that mini skirt. Yeah. And also, Scott Bagula at one point in time is constantly sitting in these little mini skirts like complete <laughs> yeah. spread eagle. Like he is leaving nothing to the imagination of these like 17, 18 year old children that he's teaching. <laughs> like how the yeah, fuck is he not getting Karen Connors fired immediately? <laughs> like how does that work then? So if he's in the body of a woman, does he is he like aware of the tits or because like he just sees himself as him I don't, right? yeah because in the entire episode it's always him as himself it's never really him talking yeah. in like the other person's body from what i remember okay so like it's i, just I he, assumed like, to everyone mirror, else because right? it kept showing like the blonde lady so to everyone else he's that blonde woman but to him and right. al and to the viewers us it's scott bacula but i mean like it's clearly going to be showing nothing but her vagina when he's sitting like that the entire time, though. It's very weird. It is weird. Cause, so, like, this takes place over the course of multiple days, so he's just, like, figuring out, like, how to do makeup, and does he just know, Dude, like, was, how to do makeup and put on mini I mean, he was there for an shit. entire, like, week and a half. He was yeah. there for a weekend before the big test. So I have it he's on like a Monday. Out outfits that match. So shit. Like I guess so. <laughs> he's like getting really into the character. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A, it he's, is a weird situation. This that 
it, it, I, they must go into it in the show, right? But like, I guess during that time, they just people just kind of go with it. They're like, oh, I don't need to know. I that. mean, he's a brilliant scientist from the eighties, so I guess he's learned how to like match blush and eye shadow and color palettes and stuff for makeup. That's part of the job. And- yeah, I guess he would. He go. He's in the mirror, so he sees the woman, right? So he could probably do okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess this makes sense. He can like see how good his ass looks in the mirror or something, like in his dress. I would assume so. Yeah, I imagine there's a lot of mirror play going on with Scott Bakula when he's in like the body of a hot woman. What if he's in like the body of like a super like morbidly obese, like my 600 pound life person? I, I want to see that episode where like he just sees himself as him, but he looks in the mirror and he's like 600 pounds. I would love I would like that. It would be very difficult for him to pull off whatever feet he needs to quantum leap, I guess. <laughs> he's got to like get his uh his, his rascal. Uh, yeah. The entire time Al is warning him that the uh Ziggy probability of him surviving the mission is like down to like 7% because he's going to have a heart attack at any moment. Ziggy is like the probability of you getting up this flight of stairs is (laughs) like 4%. All right. That's the episode we all want. Yeah, I want to see that. All right. um, Speaking of. Great pick, Chris Bonin. Over. Yeah, good job. Thank you for that. Sweet meat, Chris Bone in there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's his nickname. Speaking of uh, overweight, one Speaking of the ICP meat. people. Oh. Yeah, oh, and sweet meat. Insane Clown Posse, The Pendulum. Also Planes a bit long for my taste. One, Yeah, one through four. Why, are we going to continue this next week? Yeah, it's a 12-part episode, or 12-part issue. Wait, what do you mean, damn it and fuck? Do you not? Did you not enjoy this? Do you it's not just, want to continue it, on? It's just too long. But I, I mean, I'll continue on. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I just like wrote down like funny things that they said. I didn't find the story all that compelling. Oh, the story was, was like fucking a, garbage. Yeah, the story was really awful. They had like a Danny Trejo, like priest, like a cool Mexican guy who's like, oh yeah, I used to be a gangster, and then. Then I became a priest. And luckily, my name is Jesus. What a what a yeah. coincidence! Yeah. But he's got the he's got the magic healing touch of God, and he saves Shaggy from a, a gut shot wound. And he somehow magically just cures yeah. him and gives him six pack abs and cum gutters. <laughs> Healed you with some cum gutters. Yeah, I made improvements. You're welcome. Yeah, that was weird that they he just can heal people with the power of Christ. I mean, he surprised himself by doing that too. So even more strange. Um, they they had things about uh, he he mentioned the tush push. He's like, oh yeah, I can't remember the steps to the tush push. Like I don't know, I, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's either a homophobic joke that they were making, or it's a dance move. I mean, I guess it must be a dance move, right? I don't know. I don't know. When uh that when Jesus is saving Shaggy, he keeps making a lot of like homophobic remarks towards him for saving oh, yeah. his life and like resuscitating <laughs> yeah, that's him. Right. Like yeah, <laughs> like, I get it, dude. You're like hard and you're 
badass and you're from the streets of Detroit. Cool, bro. But this guy just saved your fucking life, you ungrateful cunt. Don't make, like, gay jokes at the dude for, like, bringing you back from the brink of death, you twat fuck. Yeah. Great writing. Great writing. Fucking killing this writing, guys. I know. I mean, I didn't know how, like, cool and hard. Uh, Which one is he? Oh, Shaggy Shaggy. Too Dope. Yeah, Shaggy Too Dope. I didn't know how cool and hard he was until that. They mentioned Fago in this. That's cool. That's what they're known for, is their love of Fago yeah. soda. That's right, yeah. But I'm just glad they mentioned it in the comic. They didn't mention it in the last comic. Well, yeah, because it wasn't wrapped about in that one song. <laughs> and many other songs. <laughs> that was, that was one of the rare songs that's not <laughs> like name-dropped in there. Yeah, not a good jumping-on point. He said They said no time for sex, Mackin. And he's like, he he said it like to like some bitches that he saw. He's like, hey, bitches, sorry, I got no time for sack smacking right now. And it's like you're wearing clown makeup. Exactly. That's what's terrifying everybody. No, that's how they get the sex smacking. Yeah, I guess that's true. And then like they're saying ninja a lot. That's fun. It is. My ninja. That's like how you get away with it when you're. Like white, like Eminem has to say ninja. Get away with it, what? With, 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 with it, with getting away with saying your word to call your friend. What do you mean? Something friendly. A ninja. <laughs> yeah, your ninja. It's like that's a common thing. What do you, what do you try to get away with? We all, we all, we all call each other ninjas. Yeah. Whoop whoop. Yeah, you're right. Juggalos. All right. What what else do you have about these juggalos? Um, so when the Reverend saved Shaggy, they say that he's starting to get Judas priests. So they're oh, yeah. Judas Priest <laughs> that in there. Cool. That's cool. Um when they Trying first start fighting cool songs. They first start fighting those demons, one of I think Jay calls one of them a slim shady as an insult. Because of all their their notorious yeah. beef with Eminem. Uh mm-hmm. Shaggy uses the line skinny old bitch bag of bones, which I thought that was awesome. Genius um, writing. Yeah. Uh all the like random like Joker card album cover things that they had appear in this. Like the riddle box pops up and says, These prophets have summoned the us. Which great, great writing right there. Also had the ringmaster come in and fight a fight for them because they were too weak to do it to save the priest. And then they had the uh, Jake and Jack Jekyll, the Jekyll brothers, save them from an assassination attempt. They have like a little infomercial going on for this thing called Life Beer, where the Jekyll brothers first would pop up and make their appearance while ICP are sleeping on couches in an apartment building. While the hit squad is right outside, like trying to set up plastic explosives to blow him up and kill him. And in this commercial, there's this thing called Assassin's Be Gone. It's a telephone number. And they actually leave a real phone number 734 480 3910. I didn't call it, but I wonder if that actually works. Well, um, we should try it. Yeah, I should. Uh, at one point in time, Right after that, like apartment building is is blown up and and 
attacked and under siege from the uh, hit squad. Violent J uses one of my go-to lines, which is, I'm too fat to be doing all this running. Uh, so, shout out to him for doing that. The uh, name of the bad guy is just Mr. Kilnor, which is like the most obvious bad guy name I could think yeah. of. And for whatever reason, they use their former like protege band, Twisted. They're in this as like these demon henchmen of Mr. Kilnor's trying to like hunt them down. And they're like vampires for some reason in this because like IZP like are doing all these nonstop like insane unbelievable like fight moves to them and all they have to do is just like shovel them into a, a street light and it starts to burn them alive like vampires and they're like oh yeah we, we got those bitches now they're on the run this is fucking terrible i hated this i don't i don't want to continue <laughs> doing this but like i i okay. already planned like my next like three weeks of not having to do shit to pick <laughs> Because there's like an extended version of this one, and then there's whatever that other fucking awful ICP comic is gonna be. So we're gonna continue oh on, God. obviously. But I fucking hate every second of this. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't into it. Wicked clown. Okay. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Whoop whoop. Indeed. Okay. Want to hear some reviews? I sure do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. I couldn't find reviews for the comic, but like. I found reviews for for a, a single or something called The Pendulum by ICP. So I just like was reading through that. And there, there's a there's a little story here that might be fun. Um, so the first one I have is one star. How many albums? Where are the hits? ICP needs to stop trying to use Eminem to sell records. They're just going further in their hole they came out of. The spoof song Slim Anus was the worst thing they could have done. I recommend not buying any of their albums. All right. So that, that person wrote that uh, on June 16th, 2000. And then on uh, July 11th, 2000, somebody responded by writing a five-star review. They said, ICP will never die no matter how hard you try. As the Juggalos know, this song is on the, is on the psychopathics from outer space, but this single is still fresh. I'd like to tell the other reviewer that that is man there's like no punctuation in this i'm having trouble reading this and uh, no capitalization i'd like to tell the other reviewer that dogged on icp to watch his mouth before the revolution of the juggalos of all nations form together and annihilate his punk ass are they gonna form together like a a shitty non-voltron knockoff like a, a what's the power ranger thing called Zord. A Zord. They're going to form together like a, a, a Jugga oh, Zord. Hell yeah, whoop. Juggalo Zord. I can't wait for that. All right. And that's it. So, fun little story there. To buy the pendulum from 2000. Yeah. Perfect book. Slimanus. What a hit. Hilarious. All right. Speaking of other dudes who are hard. And wear funny clown makeup. Uh, God of War. Fallen God. So, I recently reshaved my head. Uh, Ooh. Like a week or two ago. Looking like Kratos? No, this is the most Kratos has ever looked like me. Because he's actually bearded Kratos throughout this story. 
he's like growing the beard throughout the story. This is like the story of how his beard grew in, but like, yeah, it's not like it's certainly not a full good. No, beard. it's not like in the game. Yeah. I really liked the artwork in this. It was really a cool style of it. Yeah. Yeah. Kratos is like trying to leave Greece and going through Egypt and then like walking around. And then every time he goes to sleep, his uh, swords are there. He's on fire. Yeah. Like I only have two notes on this. Okay. Artwork is awesome. Kratos is a whiny bitch throughout. Seriously. Like, I had like, that he, too. That's it. He just keeps throwing the knives away. I don't want this awesome fucking power that makes me fucking unkillable and badass as all hell. Ooh. Oh, I'm so sorry for myself. I'm Kratos. Fuck being the most unkillable, badass fucking monster killer of all time. Oh, yeah. my life's so hard. No, yeah, this is four issues of that. He's like, he just cannot be asked to do anything. Like, if you tell him to do like, so like if Kratos was alive in 2020, if you were like, Kratos, wear a mask, he'll be like, damn you, I'm not going to wear a mask. Uh, but if you also told him like, Kratos, don't don't wear a mask, he'd be like, damn you, I'm not going to wear a mask. Like He just cannot be, he cannot be told to do anything. Or he'll just say like, no, damn you. He said damn you at least 50 times in these four issues. Or damn this, damn that. He really wants everything to be damned. And like, it doesn't matter where the message is coming from. There's like, yeah, there's like this one little old man who keeps telling him shit and he won't listen to him. So then there's like a random swan that keeps telling him to do shit in his hallucinations. And he won't even listen yeah. to the swan. And then there was some other animal, which I didn't. It's a monkey as a hit a monkey. monkey. Yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. cool monkey. But he wouldn't listen to a hit monkey. Fuck this, Kratos. He's <laughs> just. If anyone tells him to do anything, he's just going to say, no, fuck you. I'm not doing this. And like, I feel like they didn't do enough with the Egypt shit. It's like Egypt has all these like stupid, cool gods, but he just fought like a giant hippo and hippos are awesome. Giant. Yeah. Hippos are cool, but I want to see more. Like, why can't you fight like a cool, like Pharaoh God or something? That'd be cool. Like kill that. Yeah. I mean, they got to like save that for another game in the future. Right. Like, go to egypt at some point maybe that's why they don't do it but yeah so i i assume this takes place between like the god of war three on his way to go to norse mythology i guess and he just stops in egypt for a minute and uh yells and bitches about every single thing he has to do it's like every time he takes a step he complains about it he's really an insufferable cunt this guy yeah it's made me hate Kratos the most out of any know, so God of War related material I've ever seen or read. <laughs> I mean, I guess like in those first three games, his original iteration, he was kind of a cunt, but like you could at least like, then you get to like play as him and kill everybody. And then he's just a cunt in the cutscenes, and then he bangs whores. But then in like in the new game, he's a lot quieter and like just a lot cooler, I think. Because he's the father. Yeah, he's like, he Boy, chilled out with read like, this. Yeah, he chilled out with that. But can't wait to play the new God of War game. It's probably going to be better than this because he's cool and has a beard. And yeah. fights Thor. All right, anything else about this? Nope. All right, let's hear reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! So there was two reviews. First one is one star, pointless. Pointless series of comics where Kratos is reminded 
of Destiny constantly. Nothing new added to the story, and never thought I would say this, but this is my least favorite piece in the mythos. And yeah, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, completely on board with that guy. Yeah. Though it is the best looking and most like me of all the critics, so. <laughs> yeah, right. Then we had another one, three stars, just okay. I've expected much from the last chapter, maybe a deep entry of Kratos in the Egyptian mythology. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't so good at all. This guy's really on the fence. Yeah, I don't know how it can be so torn. Yeah, I mean, I think three stars is a little too high for that review. But yeah, I didn't like it. It it was short, though, I guess. Like, that's one thing it had over the other things we read this week. Yeah, it was lightning quick. I did like that. Mentioned Thor. Speaking of Marvel Comics, right? Fuck! These comic book shows! Guardians of the Galaxy. Black Vortex. I see. So you, um, you like the voice acting in the show? Yeah. Let's get back into that. Voice Why? acting was fun. I, I didn't like it. I, just, I don't I need like them any to be them. doing impressions of the fucking stupid actors from the god awful movies. I'm okay with them not doing impressions of that, but like, I they're just discounted versions of that. They're doing what exactly the same thing as those actors are doing, but much more poorly. I didn't like it. I hated that they made Quill the exact same twat from these awful movies, though. Like, they, he has a line about how he's just listening to, like, 70s music. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, you'll love that. He uh, has never done that, ever. Except for these fucking retarded movies. Does it in the game, too. Cool. Yeah. And you can, like, pick what song he's listening to. You can, like, you oh, can, like stand by awesome. a ledge and, like... You can just like stand there and he puts on his headphones and you can just like listen to the music for as long as you want and just like stare at it while he's standing there. And then you like walk away and he like puts his headphones away. So he can't walk and listen did to they music. License, the did game. they actually license all this awesome music? Oh, yeah. They did. This stupid game? Yes. Wow. I was like, when I when I first fired up the game, they're like playing the music. Like, you know, he's the, the menu screen has him sitting there listening to his tape cassette thing. And, um, I'm just like, like, ooh, I, I like music. Look at me. And I thought it was stupid. And then they like played Iron Maiden. And I'm like, all right, cool. Wow. <laughs> this guy knows what's up. But yeah, it is stupid. And they have Rick Astley too in that game. Wait, but he says his tape deck is from the 70s. Doesn't he? Yeah. Rick Astley, never going to give you up, was like late 80s, early 90s, that song. So this timeline isn't working, adding up to me. I don't know. I don't remember what year it was. But no, it's clearly the 80s, right? Because he was listening to... Yeah, it was definitely the 80s. He was abducted in the game, at least. Well, in this book, you specific... Or in this show, you said 70s. Yeah, but I mean, if you... If you grew up in the 80s, you do have the option of listening to shit from the 70s, yeah, too. But he has, like, one cassette tape doesn't he he doesn't have like a a library of them it's a mixtape probably yeah it is but he doesn't have a library of cassette tapes that he could switch from i i don't know the logistics of his cassette tapes maybe he has like a pocket full of cassette tapes or something I, i don't know what he's doing with it anyway back to this show like this black mirror or black vortex black vortex 
keep wanting to say black mirror it is a mirror it is, i know that's why yeah. it's co- confusing <laughs> it is confusing the beginning of this is just like oh shit the ship is gonna crash and then he's like hold on i'm gonna listen to my cool music from the 70s and then they're like no peter we have to jump into the mirror and then he's like yeah all right let's jump into the mirror oh and yeah they all just that's, like immediately get in there that's why <laughs> like, i remember that because they opened every single episode with that same scene <laughs> they did yeah oh okay that's why that's why it was so ingrained in my head that he said it was from the 70s it's really weird that they played that same like five minute intro yeah because it's in all four episodes of this yeah i, I watched like part of the first episode and then i was like it, it was like following Gamora. And I thought since there was four parts, they're going to follow different characters. So I'm like, I don't fucking care about Gamora. So I'm going to skip to the next one. And then I couldn't decipher which one was which from the description. So I just decided I'll watch the last one. So yeah. And then I just saw like the exact same scene. I was, I was very surprised to see that. But I guess it reminds you, you know, I need to be reminded every 20 minutes when I'm watching a movie, like what's going Definitely. on. Here. Yeah. In case I missed last week's thrilling episode. Yeah. So most of my notes on this are just from the comic book. Okay. So in this show, it's it's something that they find or they steal from Thanos instead of Jason, who is Quill's father. That's where they get it uh-huh. in the comic books. In this, it takes them to like weird alternate realities instead of just giving them celestial powers like it does in the comics. Cosmo, the the space dog, he makes an appearance in the Groot episode. That was Ooh. that was cool. I think in the comics, it's Groot and Gamora are the only two Guardians members that go through it, and then Cyclops, Angel, uh, at towards the very end, Beast does, and then Thane and Ronan all use it. From what I remember in the comic series, like uh, Jason hires some made-up bounty hunter guy who works for Thane to hunt this thing down, and originally, like, some of the guys steal it from whoever that guy is, and then that's when he finds Thane, and Thane touches the power of it, and the two of them take it, and then I think it's, like, they all divide into, like, little teams. It's the all-new X-Men and the Guardians, and it's, like, uh, one of the team, I think it's, like, group, no, no, it's Gamora, Cyclops, maybe Angel they're on a team together and all three of them up take the powers just to like kind of even themselves out against Thane and his sidekick and they steal it and they take it back with them and then like the ship I don't remember the ending of this thing it was something fucking stupid was going to happen and at the very end Kitty Pride has to be the one because they're all like uh, we need one person who's pure of heart to absorb the power and use it for good to save the planet of Spartax which is Jason's planet, which at the very, when they relaunched the Guardians of the Galaxy, like this is where Quill is. He's kind of taken over as the king of Spartax because Jason dies in this uh, storyline. So Kitty Pride does it and she somehow uses her like celestial powers to enhance her phasing ability and she phases like all of the brood out of Spartax to rescue all the uh, civilians of it. And then, like, that's when her and Quill get engaged. And then right before they get married is when, like, they crash into the fucking Battle World, like, spinoff shit. And it rewrites and, like, restarts all the fucking Guardians and all the X-Men stuff separately. Um, but from what I remember after this, 
like after that battle world spinoff thing it's only ronin angel and gamora that keep the powers and for whatever reason like gamora is on like a, a time limit as to her celestial powers from the vortex so like she uses it up in the first like second of the first panel of the guardians relaunch after battle world to find where angela has been like held prisoner the, so they can all go and save her uh and then like for whatever reason like all throughout that all new x-men run angel still has his like awesome fire death wings that he got from the vortex so i don't understand why his powers lasted like fucking forever but gamora's ran out instantly i guess it's just like the stupidest fucking rewrite that they could come up with for this but and then i haven't seen ronin again since that so i have no idea if he's still super powered or not comic book wasn't great but it was like the one thing with the all-new x-men that i actually sort of enjoyed okay uh this show was a really bad retelling of it and extremely different yeah i wasn't getting into it they even did like eight bit eight bit beat-em-ups in yeah, the episode they did i watched all kinds of like different some animation styles for this shit yeah 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 they had like that disney animation style for that Gamora one that I skipped. I like the Gamora one though. That was maybe the really? most fun, like little solo story. It's like a Snow White story kind of thing where like it's her and all these like animal critters as her friends. And then she kind of does something that pisses off this one bunny rabbit. Oh no, no, it's like the South Park characters where it's the, the little uh, like forest creatures where like she yeah. pisses off the bunny rabbit and then he turns them all against her and she just has to keep fighting off like stupid squirrels and rabbits and stuff and deer. Okay. That's fun. I yeah, guess. I picked wrong then. Like the very ending of it, of the episode of, of uh, episode four, it's uh, they're all in this room trying to save Groot because Groot has somehow Groot's like flowers are the one like sort of like, uh, fuck, what's that? Leonardo DiCaprio movie with the uh, spinning top. Inception. Oh, uh, yeah. They're like their Inception like uh, reality thing they're tied to reality is Groot's flowers in this fucking black mirror world and so they all just keep trying to find, follow the uh Groot flowers and Groot trees to find Groot and so it's the final showdown is like the four of them and they're all like they can't think about Thanos for whatever reason because I guess it'll make him appear in the black mirror and they will be even stronger so they don't do that so they all think about their biggest enemies instead so Drax starts fighting Ronan and Quill starts fighting Jason, and then uh, they have a little battle with the four of them against the two of them, and then Super Group shows up, and he's like a fucking giant, and he pops out of nowhere, and they have to like fight the vortex out of him to save him, and then it just ends with them rescuing Groot. Ten out of ten. Uh, it's a hit show. Obviously, yeah. this this episode was like season three, so it's clearly doing well enough with children i guess yeah it's not for me i guess no if you have kids who actually like this tweet us and let us know <laughs> yeah i'd be shocked bring them on the show and we'll belittle them <laughs> we'll interview them how the fuck yeah. do you like this shit fuck's wrong with you don't kid shit all right well what what uh what dumb kid show do you want to watch next week uh do you want to just go with that stupid uh 
Boba Vett thing? Boba, uh, sure, yeah. Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah. Must be. Okay, Boba Fett's book. Let's watch that. Diary of Boba Fett. All right. All right, just watch episode one or whatever the new one is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever the new one is. Doesn't really matter to me. So what? Uh, I want to bring in ICP the Pendulum. To you? No. Is that what you're bringing in, though? (laughs) I mean, if you want to pick volumes 5 through uh, 10, I'll pick whatever through 12, and we'll finish it off. Uh, Let's let's just prolong our pain for another week, I guess. Okay. All right. So what is that, then? 5 to 8? Yeah, whatever the next four, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I'm going to bring in... Spider-Man Life Story Collected. So this is like a book about like, so, so, you know, Spider-Man came out in like the 60s or something, right? Where he gets bit by the spider initially. Yeah. For the first time in comics. So this is like a story of like, what if Spider-Man just kept getting older instead of not aging at all since the 60s? So this is like, what if Spider-Man is a boomer, I think. So it's like old man Parker. I think that's what it's going to become. I think it's it's life story. So to me, that says like, you know, we're going to go through the spider bite, which happened in the 60s up till now. And now he's like uh, 80 or something, whatever, however old he is. So he's walking around on a walker and I hope. he's just swooping from building to building with his webbing. Yeah, I hope so. That's what I'm hoping for. This is an ongoing series right now. No, I don't think so. I think it's just like a one and done thing. It's like like six issues. So there you have it. So join us next week for all that shit. And in the meantime, follow me on the internet at Donnie M. I'm at Deastu the God. Follow us at Giraffes HPD Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music and patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. See you guys next week. Bye. Something like that. Is it your wait? Which one is it? Is it New Giraffe's Eve? I think New Giraffe's Eve. Yeah, let's call it that. There we go. You got to celebrate New Giraffes tomorrow. Yeah, can't wait. New Giraffe's Day is tomorrow. That's right. Another giraffe-themed holiday. Another giraffe for three hundred sixty-five days, and then there'll be a new one after that. Really getting. We're really starting to nail this whole. Put giraffe in front of every th- word, every yeah. thing. Right. That's marketing right there. It is. Yeah. It's synergy. Oh, yeah. We'll have Giraffentine's Day. Yeah. St. Giraffes. Yeah. St. Giraffes Day. The long Giraffe-tober.
That's right. <laughs> that one's everyone's favorite. Oh yeah. Can't wait till we uh, see this exciting conclusion. Giraffuary. It's coming up this month. Yeah. Because I don't think there are any holidays in January that we could use. Well, Giraffe's Day. New Giraffe's Day. Yeah, yeah, but that's a single day of the month. Um, no, then that's it. MLK Day, I think. Yeah. Martin Luther Giraffe's Junior Day. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> giraffe Giraffidence Day. Giraffidence Day. Oh, yeah. Um, what other months? How does April work? Fuck. Oh, I don't know. Earth Day? Giraffe's Day? I don't fucking know. I mean, we can't just keep saying Giraffe's Day and having it repeat like seven times on a calendar year. We need like to come up with a way to say work giraffe into the word April. Oh, giraffe roll? Perfect. You nailed it. Okay. Well done, sir. How about May? <laughs> Gay. Um. <laughs> Jure. Fuck. Just how about June? Like, just put the G, G U N E. We just spelled June, June with a giraffe yeah. or with a G. I mean. Yeah, June. Perfect. Same with July. Yeah. Okay. This is easy. Then we're to draft timber. Giraffe-tober. The long draft is over. Giraffe-fust. For August. Oh, right. Yeah. Forgot about that month. All right. Stay tuned for all that, everybody. Yep. <laughs> all these exciting holidays. Giraffes have Black Tons uh, calendars coming out this year on the new Patreon. Oh, fuck yeah. You got to do the photo shoot. <laughs> we need Ralph for that. Bring yeah, sexy do. to it. Yeah. Right. Ralph forgives the sweet meat of giraffes at black tongues. <laughs>